Korea has nukes, very maybe. Uh, there were earthquakes and bombings, and so many people died. 2013, year one, six son of a bitch. And this is Top Ten Thursdays. I'm Sean Lemmy. John Otney. Colin Westman. Matt Karsten. Thanks for joining me, gentlemen, for our uh, sort of uh, celebration. <laughs> Those are two different things, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> The 13th uh, year of the millennium, Sean. 13th year of the millennium. <laughs> and, uh, and things, keep track. things are still kind of looking dark. We were, we were hoping for um, happier times. I feel like the, the thing about living past December 21st, 2012, is like every news story now kind of feels like at, you know it could be followed with, and that's when the end began. Like I, I feel like we're living on borrowed time these days. <laughs> Amazon's got robot armies they're putting together. Yeah, that's not a good idea. How do you feel about that, Shun? How do I feel about Amazon's drones? Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, they said themselves that the problem is, like, the legality of it, and it's gonna be like five years until they can even start doing it anywhere. So. Uh, I think it's probably just not going to ever actually really happen. I just feel like it's going to take so long to work out all the kinks. I know it's going to stop them from getting caught in power lines or people shooting them down. Yeah, a... they can shoot back. <laughs> I feel like they should. They can sh- shoot back. That's that's when the end begins. I feel like they should have chose a different name for them than drones. Yeah, who thinks drones and like? Well, I don't think. Kind of I don't think it, was Amazon calling them drones? Yes, they were. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, people are just going to hate them instinctively. Sounds pretty cool, though. If you want to give up and never leave the house. (laughs) Yeah, that could be on the 2016 (laughs) list of giving up. Well, that'll be fine. We'll already have a Star Wars movie by then, so there's not going to be any reason to leave the house anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway... It's been a rough year, and we want to start putting it out of its misery and putting an end to our own misery, uh, which brings us to this show this week where we're going to talk about um, the reasons why this year has been such a, a bummer uh, with the hopes that it will stop the pain, give us at least you know three or four weeks of respite before 2014 does whatever it is it's going to do. And uh, the first item on our list is the, the the fact that Black Friday starts on Thanksgiving now. This one's a pretty minor one. It's one you could probably have made any of the past few years. But uh, I'm on this on the list because I had a first-hand experience, um, which I had not told you guys about yet. Uh, on Thanksgiving Day... 
um, the Walmart was doing a promotion, uh, which was if you show up anytime in the first hour, the store is open. Uh, anything that was on uh, on doorbuster sale, uh, you can order at that price. Even if they're sold out of it, you can still put an order in, and it'll be delivered by Christmas. That was their guarantee. And uh, my dad's been talking about replacing his TV for a while. Um, you know, it's, it's it's fairly old. It only does 720p, which you know Ooh, I, I mock him for. God. And it's 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 pretty small, I guess, for for where it is in the house. Um, it's it's not been a big deal though. So it was something that it was more motivated by. He found one he really liked, and it, and Walmart had it real cheap. But Walmart didn't open on Black Friday. They opened at six p.m. on Thanksgiving. So my dad took me at about. 6.30 to go to Walmart because of this, you know, one hour guarantee thing. We thought, well, okay, we can we just stop in and put the order in and call it and leave and go back and, and have a good time. What we did not plan for was the, the new Factoria Walmart would have a line going all the way around the building with uh, roughly 3,000 people in the line uh, and that was because the store was at the you know fire department limit for number of people that could actually be in the store at one time. <laughs> and this was at like like we got there it was like six forty five six fifty so the one hour deal was just about over. Um, we just turned around and left at that point. But uh, the news crews were there. There were all these people in line, and you know going home we talked about like. All those people left Thanksgiving dinners. I mean, these aren't obviously. If you're going to go on a shopping spree, it's not like you're some, you know, homeless person who had like nothing, no other choice. These are all people who are doing well in life, have families that they could have been spending time with, and instead, because of the spirit of savings, they had to give it all up. Just freeze in this line, and. We realized it's just kind of human nature that it, that just it's just the way that our culture works and the the way that we are that people are always going to go out of the way for these deals and these companies are just going to crush us like this and and pretty soon that's not even going to be Black Friday it's going to be the you know Black Week or something and. Thanksgiving will just disappear as, as something we celebrate. <laughs> you think Black Friday is going to destroy Thanksgiving? In the very same way that Christmas like takes over as soon as Halloween ends, I feel like Black Friday is going to dominate Thanksgiving so much that it just kind of becomes an afterthought. I mean, in a way, I feel like it's almost already become the bigger holiday. Like, it's replaced Thanksgiving. And it's so sad because Thanksgiving's about giving thanks and togetherness. And Black Friday's like, oh, i got to get them deals. got to get grown-ups on Blu-ray. Consumerism. <laughs> and it's not even like top-of-the-line stuff. It's, it seems like it's usually stuff that they, they're trying to get rid of at this point. So they're kind of marking down. I mean, it's, they, I hear they, I don't know if this is true, but places like Best Buy and stuff, they, they tend to put out worse TVs and, you know, instead of the top-of-the-line top of stuff to try to move the products. 
they just put it on, you know, on sale. And that seems yeah. so dark and twisted. It's it's really unfortunate because like where does it end? I don't know. And the and the um honestly the the uh, the, the shopping I did was all online. That was the only time I went to a store was to drive by the Walmart. Um, so my, I guess I've got to just keep hoping in the, the power of Amazon to, to be able to drive the sales. Those, those for me. drones will be sending you Christmas presents and years yeah. to come. I, I wonder. Would be how exciting? Much... Would that be exciting when, like, all your Christmas presents are delivered by drones on Christmas morning? They could put like Santa hats on them. <laughs> yeah, and they just drop them down <laughs> chimney. <laughs> That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. It's a weird away. futuristic kind of way. You, you don't get to decide what you get. Like, it's decided by Amazon on, like, your, you know, your record of being a good person. <laughs> so it's like a real Santa. Yeah, they like issue a, a gift Santa. based like on... internet them. Santa. Yeah, based on your merit as a human being. <laughs> So Amazon's gonna be plugged into that eventually. Yeah, yeah we're, I mean, all have, we're all gonna have we're all gonna have chips, you know, that yeah. measure our daily lives. Mm-hmm. Which will be great because then you know we'll all be better people because we're trying to get those sweet Amazon gifts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like we'll live in fear of the the drones' judgment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which will straighten us all out. Sounds like they have a lot of power in this particular situation. I don't know. Yeah, I welcome our drone sports. overlords. <laughs> it's worth it. But yeah, Black Friday. I mean, I don't even do Black Friday, and I just I get tired of hearing about it every year. Hearing about people that get injured from it, and just the endless barrage of emails that aren't even for like good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't get invested in it at all since I just have no money this year to spend on presents. Just like, whatever. But even as someone who doesn't participate in it, I just, I I want it to stop. We shall see. You guys are bumming me out. Well, this that's what this is all about. Fun podcast. Let's yeah. talk about people who died. Let's do it. Right. What order do we want to go in? Well, well, order Nelson of Mandela as just person. died about yes. 10 minutes before we started recording this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <Yep. laughs> yes, he was sick for a while and he was 95 years old. He made it to a ripe old age. But, um, you know, a light has gone out in the world. He was one of the very few people that, you know, I've everyone agreed like he's a really good person. You know, one one of the few people in the world who could really, you know, show love and respect for seemingly everyone in, that he met. And uh you know, there's been a couple movies of him. I'm guessing there's gonna be some more now. We know uh, we know what the Amazon drone would give him. What? What's that? Uh, something really sweet. Give him like the best thing. <laughs> yeah, What's the exactly. best What's thing the you best could get? <laughs> Probably get like Equilibrium on DVD. <laughs> mm, I don't. <laughs> Give me something a little better. 
indoor slam ball court. Underwater indoor slam ball court. I don't think the drone could carry that. <laughs> It'd be like a thousand drones, piece by piece. And then they'd, they'd also assemble it. That's how awesome Nelson Mandela is. Also, uh, Paul Walker died this weekend uh, in a car crash, somewhat ironically. And that's too bad. Um, I mean, we, we've joked before that, like... There's something about him that made it so he couldn't really exist outside of the Fast and the Furious franchise anymore. Um, but I feel like people have like some of the stuff, like uh, like Running Scared. I feel like that's got fans, right? I could have been Pleasantville. I watched that just a couple days before, which is weird because I haven't watched Pleasantville in a while. And then I just watch it, and then a couple days later, one of those weird coincidences. Um, but he's good in that. He's pretty good at playing like the straight laced. Handsome guy. Yeah. You know, those movies are all about family, and he was, he was one of the two dads of that family, and it's it's gonna be really different without him. And, uh, and I, I've, it really bums me out to to hear that they're putting the movie on hiatus and maybe gonna just rewrite it and come for the whole different movie because I feel like whatever he contributed. To what they filmed so far deserves to be seen. He deserves to have a presence in, in the next movie. I, I would hate if they just had like his death was off screen or something. Like they just did some weird CG thing. Yeah, I think yeah. they're considering that CGing his face onto a body or something. Well, that works for like Gladiator, didn't they do that in, in Gladiator? Yeah. yeah, Oliver Reed. What you know would be so terrible is if they just have him like in every scene, which is like some random actor, but they have his face over it, but he doesn't say anything or do anything. He's just there. Yeah, that'd be horrible. That'd they be probably, really they probably should do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I just feel like they, they were far enough in production, they probably got to at least one racing sequence, right? And could yeah. they just have, have his car get blown up or something? That's kind of fucked up too, though. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is. Yeah, interesting. It is. I mean, it's a movie about car racing, but it'd be weird if he died in the movie like how he died in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, does maybe he, he dies to die? Maybe just like. I don't know. think that. No, there's way too much love in that movie. He just drives off into the distance. Yeah, there you go. He, he could never do that. There's too much love. Yeah, too much bro love. Dom would never let him go. Even though they're all like married now and have families. It's bro love. We keep them together. Uh, going back chronologically, I feel like Lou Reed was probably the, the Yeah, next that was one. the one. Which, uh, yeah, that bummed me out. But I mean, it was another one where it was like not that surprising because the guy did a lot of heroin in the 70s. But uh, I mean, one of the yeah, one of the really formative voices in rock music. I think like most of the music that I I love comes from what Lou Reed did with the Velvet Underground and his solo career. Uh, yeah, big deal. It's always tough for me when in the back of your mind you're like, maybe I'll get to see him in some form or other someday. Like that'd be cool. And then when that realization comes and that you'll never get to you know see him or something like that, that's always. 
really disheartening. Mm-hmm. That was just a bad day. I was in a, like a car accident going through the pass later that day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, it, I've listened to a lot of you know, music again since then, revisiting that, and that's always good. And that weird comedy all-star thing where he like does all-star tribute with like Conan O'Brien and Jack Black. <laughs> that's always yeah. good for a chuckle. Yeah, that's 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 pretty. Cool. Makes me not hate Adam Sandler for a couple minutes. <laughs> that's nice. Okay, so then after that, if we're going backwards, I guess it was James Gandolfini, mm-hmm. who uh, coincidentally died like right in the middle of of me rewatching all of The Sopranos, and uh, it was like halfway in between, so I kind of had to watch the last three seasons. Sort of, I don't know, sort of became an in memoriam type of type of deal. But uh, yeah, he's he was amazing on that show, and I think every really every anti-hero performance that we've seen in television is sort of living in the shadow of that performance. And uh, honestly, I kind of feel like he he could have had more to give as an actor in movies. Um, you know, I liked him in Zero Dark Thirty, and he was good in uh, the movie Enough Said, which came out after he died. And uh, I think he could have had a few more really good roles as a character actor, but uh, oh well. I thought it was really good in, in Where the Wild Things Are as well. Yeah. A lot of people, I guess, hate that movie. Also, uh, Killing Them Softly, he's the best part of that movie. He just eats out every scene. He's so mm-hmm. good. Did you ever watch uh, In the uh, Loop? I think last thing I saw him in. Oh, yeah. See, you know, he had plenty to give as a character actor. Even before Sopranos, in some smaller stuff he was in, um, you know, like True Romance and stuff, he was really interesting. So, I remember I watched his uh, episode of Inside the Actors Studio after he died, and it was it was really interesting, uh, especially like learning about his early career, how he like learned to use his rage in his performances. It was pretty good. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, I don't know. It seemed like it was something that was kind of hard for him. The fact that Tony Soprano took him into the, all these dark places as an actor. Like, uh, I remember David Chase in his eulogy for, for Gandolfini said there was one time where he he just went into this thing where he got so angry that he ended up like breaking a door off a refrigerator. And then he just like came to David Chase. He's like, why do you keep doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> bringing me to these places but I mean it's a it's, it's an incredible performance luckily there's you know hours of it to, to sort of enjoy if you want to and you should also Roger Ebert passed away this year um, we did a whole podcast dedicated to that and uh, I'm, I'm just going to keep it moving because the next one up is probably something we can actually make jokes about <laughs> Instead of just being sad the whole time, uh, that's that's this recent Family Guy bullshit. Yeah. And now this all stems from the fact that on Family Guy recently they killed off Brian Griffin, and I I suppose that is a little annoying. But it's just everything else that surrounds it that annoys me almost even more. For, for one thing, the fact that the show has to resort to like 
something so dramatic, like such a dramatic gimmick in such a desperate way to breathe life into like a dying show. And then the fact that all these people, I don't know if you guys experienced this like on Facebook or anything, but my timeline was like flooded with people like, oh my God, I'm never watching Family Guy again. Oh my gosh. Like they were watching it like at all in the last five years. Like there's people like, oh, we got a petition to bring back Brian Griffin. Like, you know what we got to do? We got a petition to cancel the show (laughs) because, you know, it's, it's, it's just the shell of its former self by when you, you know, jump the shark like that. It's like, is time for a sh- the show um, to end? And I don't know. Did you guys see the episode? Mm. No. How does he go? It was, it was really, really lame. He's killed by this unseen driver who like just hits him like when he's like in the street. Uh, I, I don't know if that's something they're gonna go into later. Like, who was the person who killed Brian Griffin ever? Was it like um, played for laughs, or was it like? It was like played for laughs uh, not really i mean like he got he gets hit and then like like some squirrel comes over and is like oh you deserve that <laughs> not funny and then <laughs> yeah, it's like a- his he's like at the vet's place and he's like all bloody and he's like on a table and they're like oh we're gonna miss you brian and none of that's funny but it's like i don't feel anything because for, for one thing i didn't like believe i was like oh they're probably gonna bring him back the rest of the episode because this is such an inadequate send-off you know i think of like there's just been episodes where they really explore Brian's past and how he became a part of the family. And then just to kill him off so briefly with, with, with so little, um, I don't know, just remembrance of him and just boom, he's gone. It seemed really lame. So I figured, Oh, well they're going to do something, but they didn't, they didn't. Then they got a new dog who's voiced by Polly Walnuts. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a regular <laughs> member of the cast. He talk, he's an Italian stereotype character. He's like, oh, and it's like, wow, they got really one-dimensional here. <laughs> this is the showdown, I guess. And I, it's, it, it's kind of funny to think of him being on the show, but at the same time, it's like, wow, what an unimaginative, terrible character. Um, I mean, the Family Guy writer said they did this to like, oh, we got really excited once we include this new character and think it's going to be way better now. <laughs> it, may, maybe, I don't know, but... You have to change the whole formula of the show. You know, maybe it's not worth changing. Maybe it's just time to bring it to a close. Yeah, but they're not like that's so unrealistic to just end it. Yeah, I mean, it's the money-making machine. It's all Fox has. I mean, I guess people who watch it. I just, I just know a lot of people who complain about it. Do they still do, um, or at least did they still do the uh, the annual musical episode with with Brian and Stewie? Um, they've done a lot of those. Yeah, I don't know if it was annual. And they did a lot of the time travel ones. That's actually how that episode started. It was they were messing with the time the time machine. They're like, oh, we can't keep messing with stuff, so they break it, so they destroy it. So that's why they can't go back. Even though I don't know why Stewie can't build another one or doesn't care to build another one. I don't know. I guess he's just gonna move on. No, lame. Lame. I mean, yeah. I'll check in next week out of, like, just curiosity to see what it will become. But I don't know. It's it's not... It wasn't fun. <laughs> and none of the aftermath has been worth it. It's a weird move. I mean, the the Simpsons have done the same thing. They've They've gone for Let's Make a Dramatic Episode. 
before one of the characters dies. I mean, it was such a minor character, though. It doesn't really change that much. I mean, you think of Brian in that show, and he was supposed to be the voice of reason, though that had evolved in later years to just being, like, liberal douche. <laughs> it's still it's, it's weird to not have that role in the show. So I don't know how it's going to work now. Now, this celebrity death, by the way, I just remember is... Uh... Mar- is it Marsha Wallace? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Baffle. God, you fucking bitch, 2013. I hate you Let's, so much. Um, I guess we can move on, though. I don't really have much more to seem to go fume for a bit. So we came into uh, 2013 pissed about guns. Like, that was the end of 2012. It was like, we got to do something about guns. And one of the, one of the, the big moments for that was the George Zimmerman trial, which, if you set aside all the possible racist implications of, of the George Zimmerman thing and the fact that he's like a really shitty person and apparently went off and threatened a bunch of people with guns after he was acquitted, and like, okay, so fuck, fuck George Zimmerman on, on one level, fuck that guy. But on the whole other level, there was the fact that Florida had these stupid stand your ground laws and there was a, like basically nothing they could do to put George Zimmerman in jail, and like nothing has happened from that. God, this podcast is depressing. <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting, but it's not like fun. Do you want to keep talking about this one, or do you want to try to make light of another subject? Because I don't think. This is something that you could turn around. Yeah, probably not. But it's definitely worth acknowledging. Florida's kind of fucked up in their whole operation. In their everything. I wouldn't want to go to there, even though I have family who lives there and I have family who has lived there and liked living there. I mean, that's where Dexter hangs out, so I'm <laughs> just a dangerous place, yeah. Uh, I guess Dexter's in like Canada or something now. Something that was not depressing about 2013 was the Dexter debacle. It's kind of fun to see. But that. wasn't it depressing that it was so bad? No, because I was like so checked out, and I was <laughs> kind of felt like vindicated that it was so terrible. <laughs> yeah, because they've been really good. Like, oh man, I didn't watch most of the season. Or, you know, I've been checking out, but since it's really yeah. bad, you're like, okay, I made the right decision. Been checked out for two seasons, and I saved myself a lot of suffering. Stupid Dexter. Let's talk about another TV show. I see we've oh. got half endings on here. I feel like we've talked about this a lot. I've kind of moved on at this point. Yeah, on this podcast, is pretty much the only place where I ever hear anyone talk about happy endings. So. <laughs> That's the Let's problem. We're big fans. But, uh, you know, it seems like a, uh, quite a bit of the people who were associated with that show have moved on. You know, Damon Wayans Jr. is back on New Girl. I don't know for how long. Adam Pally's doing stuff. Uh, I feel like a lot of r- the writers from that show are now, uh, now writing for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. Totally digging it. Yeah. Weird that they did their Christmas episode this week. I guess they're just done for the year. They did like their Thanksgiving episode last week. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Well, that's what happens when you have late Thanksgiving. I guess just uh, another example of our disconnect from America. <laughs> we like shows that America does not. I don't know. I guess it was kind of weird because I'm not as used to seeing the shows that I like get canceled. It seems like one way or another, you know, those smarter comedy shows seem to just hang on by a thread. Like somehow Community has lasted six seasons, which seems kind of weird at this point, but whatever. NBC has got anything better to do. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, mostly just NBC's like. What what kept you guys from Happy Endings? Who me? Yeah, I don't watch anything on ABC. <laughs> so I'm like it was totally channel unaware. bias. Yeah, kind of. Well, I just like didn't know about it until it got canceled, really, because I don't even like pay attention to ABC at all. I think for me, the previews or just commercials didn't really make a look any different from any other, you know, kind of comedy show. So. I was never interested. There's nothing in those promos that made me want to check it out. I guess most comedies are like, we've got a fun ensemble, and it's hard to actually be like, no, like seriously, this is a good ensemble. <laughs> We're not just saying. <laughs> they have like a guy that comes out and he talks to you directly. No, seriously, you got to watch this show. I'm not joking with you. <laughs> I think that'd be a pretty good advertising campaign. Big <laughs> <laughs> passes. Yeah. Not fucking around here. Not fucking <laughs> around. Serious comedy. It's like... Okay. Like I'm in an interrogation or something. <laughs> I don't think I like this. Well, mm. something America doesn't think it likes is uh, Obamacare. Which, after the super embarrassing government shutdown, uh, finally came into effect this year. Did you guys want to talk about the shutdown? All oh, that's pretty embarrassing. I was really embarrassed about it. <laughs> to who? <laughs> All your non-American friends. Just the international community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all like, was, "God damn it, Sean!" You know, I was trying to make jokes about. You made like a million jokes about laws, but they're pretty good too. It was pretty embarrassing. Talk about how it was like the purge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then healthcare.gov came on and it didn't work for like anybody. It just crashed a bunch. Uh, Do any of you guys check out healthcare.gov? Nope. Nope. I guess we're all still on our parents' insurance because of another well, part of it. I'm kind of boned because uh, I guess Colin's kind of boned too because California, like, at least, because my parents got on the healthcare.gov and so they, like, know that I'm, like, the government knows I'm not, like, being supported by them. So I got to figure something out. Well, let's say it works now. Um,. But it took them more than a month. It's still only like it works for 80% of people. Um, but that doesn't bum me out as much as just the fact that when the government tries to modernize and, and get on the internet and be progressive, 
it's still going to be so bogged down by like bureaucracy and government contracts and all this bullshit uh, that it will never actually be able to compete with uh, you know what you could do uh, if you were in the private industry. I mean, no no website that was being run for profit would have taken this long to work. I know it sounds really libertarian, but uh, like it's it's kind of scary to see how long it took and how bad it was to begin with. And you'd think that like if if they're gonna screw up this big first initiative, how many more times are they gonna screw up important things online? What do you think, Colin? You're the expert. <laughs> I'm the expert on government healthcare. And yeah. the internet? And the internet. No, I'm not. You are. That's why you were just talking about it so eloquently. Healthcare.gov. It's, it's a pretty catchy name, I guess. Sure. Okay. What, el what else are they going to call it? Um, Life care. Communist care. Commicare.gov. <laughs> Socialism for you. I'm just stalling here. Well, just move on, because this is the worst podcast of all time. <laughs> <laughs> For the worst year of all time. It's what it deserves. may not be what it needs. You know what I need a lot less of is that song Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> radioactive. Guy thinks he's so, like, heavy and cool. Yes. Is, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I love that song. <laughs> no, yeah, what do you love? Why do you love it? Why do you love it? Uh, just like just the like, emotions. Like the beat. The beat. So the, heavy. The heavy beat. Um, like, just like, I mean, it deals with like, you know, problems with, you know, radioactivity. This is it, the apocalypse. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, it just really speaks to our generation, you know. Welcome to the new age. Yeah. It's when a song us. like a song like sort of comes out of like the alternative realm, and then is also like on mainstream radio, so it's on like both ends of the spectrum. It's like everywhere, <laughs> and then people are like, I just like alternative rock, you know, just like indie rock, like Imagine Dragons. <laughs> You have to sit through that bullshit. I mean, they're already have. Is this their? Was this their first album? Like they're already playing like Key Arena and stuff. Just to see a, I don't know. It's just to see a band so bad rise so quickly <laughs> so really obnoxious. makes you like question. Like what's what's everybody else seeing in this band that I'm not? Like, what is so wrong with the world that this band could be so successful? And like other bands I like. You know, may still be playing shitty clubs like or have been for like ten or twenty years or whatever. Holy shit! I, I I've definitely heard their other songs, but I can never remember them. But I always like know when they're on there. I'm like, yeah, this sucks. This is them. I just know it. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, there are one, two, three, four, five, six writers on Radioactive. Six people. So it became a masterpiece. Are they the members of the band? 
Or the like, producers and stuff. Five producers. Yeah, there's only f- like four guys, right? So that means they can't even like they can't even do it themselves. <laughs> they need help. They they God it sucks so much. I just liked how I was able to just hum the song to Nancy because I remember he had never heard it before and I just started singing it, you know. And just from that, he was like, oh, God, stop it. That is horrible. <laughs> like, he wasn't even listening to the real song. It's so bad it is. Yeah, a lot of people cover it in San Diego. Like in what form? In the, like acoustically. Acoustically, that sounds like it'd be even worse. <laughs> Just acoustic guitar, do they got anything else? Just their uh, souls. Their passion. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> their radiation. God, it'd be They're great if Imagine Dragons just died from radiation poisoning. Yeah, leukemia. Yeah. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> Or got killed by like a real dragon. Like their magic, the dragons for so long that they became real. Like okay. Pete's dragon. Or something. Um, again, I'm probably not at the point where I want them dead. <laughs> uh, Why not, Sean? Seriously. <laughs> but I did hear this a lot on the radio and it bummed me out. Like every time, <laughs> I feel like we're we're kind of out of it now. Things yeah, I think are, so. Things are getting better. See, this whole even when it seems like you can't get out of it, even when life is at its darkest, you just gotta have faith that sometime you don't know when, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. That sun's gonna rise once more. And what? I don't know. What's the new? What's the new hotness? I thought you were building up to an epic Superman uh, thing. No, I was, I was trying to keep us optimistic. <laughs> I don't know where you're going then. Before I went back down into okay. He was going to announce that you know the current popular song is actually the greatest song of all time, but we don't even know what that is. I don't know what's popular right now. Yeah, we're too. Like I said, I heard. I heard the new Avicii song, and to me it seemed fine, but my brother really hated it. And then he also said, this is actually like months old. So I'm, I'm just out of it, man. Who knows? It's like Arcade, Arcade Fire is popular. That song's alright. Reflector. Sure. Too long, but whatever. Man, Steel was so depressing, you guys. I wanted it to be good. I wanted it to be good so badly. But we've talked about that. But yeah. Have... You definitely see like you were the person hit hardest by a shot. You're, you're a true believer in that movie for some reason. Well, because I'm a true believer in Superman. Mm-hmm. And apparently no one else is because they're just turning the new Superman movie into a new Batman movie, it turns out. Um... And the real shitstorm this year was that Ben Affleck is playing Batman in that movie. 
which is weird because why is Batman so much older than Superman? Why is Batman Daredevil? Uh, is Batman from Boston? I mean, it, it leaves you <laughs> a bunch of questions. Uh, and, and of course, there's not, there are not going to be any answers for a while until uh, Man of Steel 2, uh, Darkest Night in, in All the Darkness comes out. Um, and so all we're left with is nerd rage on the internet, which is just the worst thing to have a lot of and there's so much I mean there's been petitions there have been aggressive photoshops uh, probably some death threats you know, what's you know, an aggressive well, yeah. well you know people like put him in a Batman costume but then you know they're like he's getting thrown into a chipper shredder <laughs> that sounds good that should use that in the movie yeah, I mean, the, the old throw Batman in a chipper shredder. I, I, I don't like the casting either, but I'm not gonna like start a petition. Like, I feel ever... like to me, honestly, it doesn't seem like it's that hard to play Batman. You just gotta be in good shape and be like aggressive. Val Kilmer can do it. Anyone can do. It. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good point. Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> I guess it's my Val Kilmer impression. Uh, I, real talk. I don't, Sounds like he just woke up and like, uh, like, oh, <laughs> like his alarm oh. clock just goes up and stands. He sits up. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Wonder if that's how he just opens every day. He just wakes up. I'm Batman. Batman flashbacks. You know it. <laughs> If I could just chime in here, I was—I don't even think Christian Bale was like that. I mean, he was fine. I just feel like like anybody could do it. Anybody has the potential to do it adequately. I remember when Christian Bale was cast, and I was disappointed. I mean, I didn't care that much because I was so disillusioned by Batman at that point. I was like, it's probably gonna be bad, like all the other ones. Batman Begins. I remember me and my dad wanted Guy Pierce to be Batman, which could have worked. Would have been a totally different world. So, I mean, Ben Affleck, I don't know, he'll probably be okay. I think, I don't know, the, the, the crazy thing to me is that, can you imagine if, you know, if this had come out when you were a kid, do you think you would have been excited for it? A Batman and Superman movie, you mean? Yeah. Or just the news that Ben Affleck is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Batman and Superman movie. Um, yeah, I'm sure I would have been excited about it. I mean, I like the cartoon Batman and Superman movie. That was pretty sweet. But they they work together most of the time. It's just so sad that it's finally like, oh man, they're finally gonna make something like that. And like at this point, I don't even like want to see it. I didn't even I didn't even see Man of Steel. I will soon. I'm I'm waiting for it to come on Redbox because I just I was scared away by bad reviews. I didn't want to go in and have my heart broken. But now I feel like I could do it in the comfort of my living room. Food. The problem is, plays out. is that Chris Nolan paved the way for serious dark superhero movies, especially Batman. And that was so successful, not just with audiences, but with critics, that I, I think it's kind of irresistible, especially uh, to the people at Warner Brothers who you know have already tasted that sweet success. Um, 
And they tried to do that with Man of Steel. They made it dark. They made it serious. They took all the fun and hope and basically everything that made Superman interesting and, and stripped it all away and just turned him into a, a Jesus who beats people up. And that's not fun. Beats um, people up for the last hour of the movie. Well, and mostly like does ridiculous collateral damage that probably takes thousands of innocent lives. Just like destroys an entire city. And then feels bad about killing one guy. Um, Good guy. So, you guys... Yeah, it's sorry, just gonna. Go I feel like this next one is just gonna be so boneheaded. I mean, Superman and Batman are both two of the smartest guys in the world, and they clearly have no interest in putting that into these movies. I mean, that was one of my biggest complaints with the Dark Knight trilogy is that Batman never feels like a great detective. You feel like he just goes to his old man friends for all the actual <laughs> detecting. Uh, and I, I guarantee you, Ben Affleck's Batman. If he just tries to beat up Superman, it will be the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> Do you guys think it's frustrating that Superman Returns actually got better reviews in this, yet wasn't successful and didn't start a franchise, yet this is a big hit and is opening up all these doors for sequels? I mean, I've always thought Superman Returns had some like pretty weird shit in it. Like It was flawed, but at its heart, I think it was, like, a good movie. And I think it was a good enough jumping-off point for, like, a good sequel. You know, for, like, something that would have been, like, even better. But I don't know. Then Did they... you really want to see a bunch of movies with Superman saddled with a baby to take care of? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, what they're going to do with it. All I'm saying... I mean, I, haven't, I still haven't seen Man of Steel, but all I'm saying is that Superman Returns got much better reviews. So... There's some it's sweet parts of Man of Steel. I feel like the the Krypton scene at the beginning of Man of Steel is pretty sweet, right, Colin? Uh, yeah, sure. I know, I mean, I, just I like Russell just... Crowe swimming. If you like to see that, hell yeah, cool. awesome. I think Flatten it's just that I, I I like Superman Returns, and I and I feel like it's so it's so unfairly, maybe not entirely unfairly, crapped upon. Well, then you might get to taste some of the uh, righteous rage that has been keeping me going these past six months. Speaking of six months of rage, the Mariners were terrible again. And, uh, yeah, I kind of just gave up this year. I really stopped caring about my hometown team and kind of baseball in general. This seems to be the breaking point, I feel like, for a lot of people. Yeah. I'm, and I'm sure, like, a little bit of it had to do with Jeff Sullivan quitting Look uh, Landing, because that was definitely a big reason that I was able to get through a lot of those years. Um, but it was also just the fact that it seemed like the same thing. Oh, we're going to bring up a bunch of kids and they're going to show promise, but then, uh, then they're just kind of going to be okay, and we're not going to win very much. <sighs> actually pretty bad. Yeah. See, people only talked about the times when they were showing promise. I wish I could see me this promise. You know, the last two games I've gone to, the Mariners haven't scored, and 
<laughs> if you combine the scores of those two games I've I've gone to, the Mariners have been outscored nineteen to zero. <laughs> like I just want to see us hit a fucking run. Like I, as a fan, like I just want to go to the ballpark and at least see like a team try. <laughs> It's just so like yeah, uh, but John, they're bringing in all these sweet mid two thousands Mariners. Rollabanias, Willie Bloomquist, Willie Kabloomquist. What's Jeremy Reed doing? <laughs> Let's get him in here. Get the Jeremy Reed signal pointed in the sky. <laughs> it's just like a thumbs down. I'm pretty sure he's dead. No, yeah. yeah. Resurrect him. Ben Rosado still playing? <laughs> no, he's, he's touring the country with his country band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, okay, I just checked. Real Abana has played 124 games this season for the Mariners. And you think he's coming back next year? Mm, probably not. I heard the Yankees were interested in him. <laughs> Keep bouncing him around. Mm-hmm. That just shows you how badly things went. He's playing in the outfield for most of those starts, too. Of course. It's just like Willie Bloom, because he's, you know, he's just going to be a backup, but you know, until he plays every single game. <laughs> I guess that's like one highlight. It's like Raul Ovania's like, cl- like clips of him out in the outfield. That's kind of fun, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. This is so inept. Uh, but I mean, my whole thing—I'm to the point where, like, I—it's actually kind of a nice place. Like, as a fan, I'm like, I don't—I don't care if they make a bad move because I'm not going to get upset about it. Because I—I'm just realizing I have no control. I, it's not worth getting upset or or happy about it. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, that's you know, all these rumors about. Robinson Cano and stuff. Yeah, that, that'd be cool. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So the Mariners are dead to you now, is basically what you're saying. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you know, the, the thing is, people, they just get so upset and say, like, but to what point, like, you're not not going to be a fan, you know? Like, even Colin is still a Mariner fan. He, you know, he maybe isn't going to watch the games as closely or... Or any of the or, games. Or pay attention at all, but it's still, it's still like, if, you know, if they start winning, people are going to pay attention again, you know? But yeah, whether, Colin, Colin still has Jeremy Reed's name in his head. <laughs> <laughs> the Mariners have done some damage to my psyche. But I, I mean, it's just like, they're not going anywhere, you know? Like, they're not going to, like Sean said, fold cease to exist so it's just like yeah, whatever you know I'll be happy when they start winning again whether it's one year or 20 years it's just like it's on your deathbed and then like, yeah. it's kind of like whatever just, and just everybody needs to relax have a, have a good time just be but happy. seriously though seriously though if they offered him 240-10 and Robinson Cano turns it down <laughs> just shut the team down I don't want it any <laughs> Like no one wants it anymore. You know, yeah, just just take a year off, travel abroad, just weigh weigh your options, Mariners. That would suck. God. 
right, let's talk about all of the Miley Cyrus hoopla that began with, what was that, the VMAs? You. And she's doing her me. stupid sex thing with Robin Thicke in a like, Beetlejuice me. costume or whatever that is. That terrible suit. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Batman. I'm Batman. Robin Thicke is Batman. What a terrible Batman musical. Um, you know what Batman. Full frontal. Full I don't think so. Has anyone, anyone given him not a hard time not for this performance? Mm, I feel like no. a little bit, but not, not Maybe as his, much. his dad? Maybe Alan Thicke? Like, I wasn't appropriate on television, son. He probably seems like a man who's about value. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not so bothered by the fact that this is, like, something stupid. Like, whatever, this, these kind of pop star things happen all the time. But it's one of those things that just seems to, like, throw the internet into this huge, like, shit bit of people like, oh, that was, like, so, like, messed up. Like, uh, maybe especially my, like, feed on Facebook because... I'm still in, like, college towns. So I'm still with, like, younger people. People who just came out of high school and, like, talking about this. And there's some people who are like, oh, this is, like, really appropriate. This shouldn't blah, blah, blah be going on. It just makes everyone seem like they're complaining about something that just doesn't matter. But, like, it's a huge issue in, like, America. Like, this is important. And I don't know. That, something about that really, really bugs me. Like, this would all just if we just didn't like pay attention to it but people keep fueling that and keeping it going I don't know if you guys got any of that I got a question yeah why wouldn't you keep your goddamn tongue in your mouth you look like a fucking idiot with your tongue hanging out of your mouth it's more scandalous if she has her tongue out I disagree Simmons does it yeah he looks like an idiot No one ever has made the tongue out of my mouth look work. So why is it still a thing? I don't know if she was supposed to, like, trying to be cool. I feel like she was just trying to, I don't know, be as dumb as possible. I think that was the whole point of it. Was the cry for help? Is that what you're getting to, Paul? Uh, perhaps, on some, on some level. Jesus. Oh, this is just like a young person just doing stupid stuff. Young people do dumb stuff. And then people have to act like like that's all offensive. You're not Miley Cyrus, Sean. (laughs) That attitude never will be. (sighs) I'd just like to see a performance. I'd just like to see that VMA performance reenacted by Alan Thicke and Billy Ray Cyrus. (laughs) Just, Just put it to bed. You know, those guys could show that they're okay That's with the it. That's the only thing I, think, I can tell it. Yeah, I think if if America knows that those guys are okay with it, then uh, we'll all learn to be okay with it. Uh, it's a bold choice to have parents come out and really just mock their children <laughs> mercilessly. It'll be, it'll be like fun, you know. Uh, I just remember seeing it on Reddit a lot, a lot of photoshops. A lot, of, a lot of talk about it. Um, and at the time, I thought, huh, that's weird. I believe I was in San Diego at the time. This all went down. Yeah, um, I remember so- we were hanging out at that Chinese buffet. And 
there was like a TV in the restaurant that was like talking about it, like on the news. I was like, oh, okay. This is strange. I just feel like yeah. people are total squares for getting so offended by it. It just makes me think about how like 50 something years ago, people get really offended by like Elvis wiggling his hips. I mean, this is just like, this is what music is today. Just deal with it. It's not that big a deal. Well, I don't think it's that so much as the fact that she was like the, the cute little kid like a year ago. Yeah. And now well, she's, she's like a She can do whatever she wants to some extent. Um, I mean, kids are going to do stupid stuff. That's what they do. So I guess it's more just like, huh, hey, this is a profoundly stupid thing that she did. <laughs> And, uh, and she's being mocked for it, and rightfully so. And she yeah. didn't she didn't make it better by putting out the wrecking ball video so close to that. Uh, I never actually guys... saw that. I don't I don't know what that the deal with that is. She's just like naked all the whole time. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Naked. Um, naked stuff on the internet. It's rare. I'm gonna say. But, uh, I'm gonna get you. Know. <laughs> Talk about the NSA. They know what porn you watch. <laughs> Why do you think this is so bad? It's like safe, right? They're looking out for us, right? Yeah, and they're also presuming that every single American is potentially a terrorist. And uh, I guess, you know, the idea that you're innocent until proven guilty is, is done. But that's okay. As long as we can all agree that that's fine. So, I mean, what are they really doing right now? Are, are they... Are they really watching like everything I'm watching right now? Like, what's what's the deal here? Are they listening to us recording this podcast? Like, what's the extent of their? Does anyone know what the extent of their power is? (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, John, we don't really know uh, how much they know and how deep uh, their their reach is. We know that they have uh, deals with with companies like Microsoft and, and Google, and um, they take information from them. We know that they're willing to tap into the phones of our allies, such as the uh, German Chancellor Angela Merkel. They've they've tapped her phone, even though we're like really solid allies, and there's probably not much strategic value. To gain, but I guess it's all just power. Um, I mean, this is an organization that's much, much larger than the CIA, and uh, it's existing out there basically unchecked. And that's kind of scary. But on the other hand, didn't didn't you guys like kind of think it was probably going on anyway? Yeah, on some I mean, level. I guess I I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah. yeah. But it certainly gets me paranoid. Like, what if that guy who recently liked our blog is working for the NSA, <laughs> Dan or whatever? I think that guy's real. We've got I, plenty of sure, others. Sure he's not an undercover NSA. I don't know what he would have to gain from liking our blog. That's just how few viewers we have for our blog that if someone actually likes it, we're totally paranoid about it. They want something out of this, don't they? 
Um, but uh, you know, got Edward Snowden out there with I guess tons and tons of files. They say he's only released like one percent of all the things he knows. So that's cool. I mean, it's fun to have like this this real life thriller going down around us. I guess that's travels around the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe things will change. Maybe not. Uh, at least now people are a little more aware about privacy. I mean, that's probably a good thing. Probably. Do you guys change any passwords lately? Nah. I'm good. I just changed Bring it on. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Sony emailed me and told me I had to change my password for some reason. How they get you? I trust you. I don't know. All right. Other things. We go to the internet. There was there was one video this year in particular that was pretty popular, that was pretty lame, that I just got way too much of. Um, it was the it was called the say it's the song by this comedy duo, y- Yilvis who I believe are from Norway, though I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of fact-checking that. Um, basically, it's just a song where the whole verse is like the cow says moo, the duck says whatever, you know, like one of those speak-and-say things. But they're singing it really passionately and dramatically, like, oh, ha, ha, And then once they get to the chorus, it's what does the fox say? And then just a bunch of gibberish, because it's an animal that doesn't make a distinct sound. And that's the joke, is that it's very, oh, look at all these crazy sounds you know, we're making. And once again, being in the college town, I feel like I get way more of the fan base of that than probably you guys are getting. I don't know if you guys have experienced any of this, um, it's fandom or anything. I don't know the grad school crowd, not really talking about this. That's something. Because it's definitely like, I feel like it's this, like the European answer to the Lonely Island guys, where it's like, you can take a phrase like, I'm on a boat or something, and then spin that into comedy gold because people are too stupid to know what good comedy is. And I feel like that just cheap... That it cheap no, no, I feel like it just cheapens the medium, you know, where we can do something really stupid and then everyone's accepting of that, like, oh, well, that's funny, that's the best anyone can do. And, like, I'm down for stupid videos every now and then, you know, on the stairs or something or whatever, that, that could be good, but that's like something that's spontaneous or accidental. This is made by guys. It's well produced. You know, they, they probably put a lot of money into it. It's got choreography sets. And this is what they decide to do with their time. Is, you know, something that you know, like a little kid could have come up with. And for, for some reason, that just really annoys me. I mean, this and is it, a, a bit from the Animaniacs. Like, almost verbatim. <laughs> they, they go to a concert and... The guy's like doing a song for kids. It's like that. Oh yeah. And he goes to the audience and he starts like, "And what animals do you want me to sing about next?" And then someone says, "Giraffe," and he just goes, Ugh. "And that like that's the joke," and, and everyone laughs. Hmm. Have the Animaniacs taken legal action yet? <laughs> the Warner Brothers and the Warner Sister. They've filed complaints. Not yet. Uh, it's just one of those jokes that I just don't think is funny. This this box thing, and it's, I just want it to end, and it's so stupid and makes me sad. 
Yeah, I, I just did completely not understand the SNL parody of it when I saw it. It was like... Uh, <laughs> so you, you saw that first. That's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, like, what? What? That's kind of like the first time I saw Gangnam Style was on SNL. With, and I was with you guys, and I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> it's really weird when you see a parody of some sort of popular musical phenomena, and you just you have no context. You're like, what, what is happening? What, yeah, what, I guess that, that can happen when it's a comedy of, or not a comedy, but a parody of, like, internet humor, which is such a weird, specific thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it can be totally alienating. It just what I, I think. I mean, aside from the fact that I just don't think it's funny, I hate that these kind of things always seem to last so long. You know, they do die eventually, but it, it'll be a good year. I, I don't know how long it's been around already, but I just want. I guess to I'm end. glad this is like, apparently like those weird comics you're talking about on Facebook. Like I just get to miss all. Of oh man, we should have had that on the list. Bit strips. Oh god, some people just go nuts with those. Yuck. I don't even want to get into that. I don't know. Did you Snapchat at anybody yet? No, I'm not like 14. Oh, John. If you've got a penis, you've got, you're totally qualified for Snapchat. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I guess just the last thing I wanted to bring up was that uh, Nintendo declared this the year of Luigi. Did you guys hear about this in the news? Because it's talked yeah. about a lot. I heard about it in the Sean news. It, it, yeah, the newsletter. It's yeah, a, that you said to me every week. This was this was a big story. Um, they put out a bunch of Luigi exclusive games this year, uh, and I guess like on an intellectual level, I think it's it's really dumb to have a year of Luigi, um, because nobody cares about Luigi, and maybe that's the point. Is like, oh, let's give the poor guy a chance. I like Luigi. Me too. Um, but I, I guess to me the saddest thing about the year of Luigi is he started four games this year and at the end they put out one Mario game and that's the only one anyone cares about. <laughs> so like, did anyone get Luigi's Mansion 2? Did anybody get new Super Luigi U? No. Yeah, Just, I mean... I mean, it's not spectacular, but it's not something I'd qualify as, like, this sucks. Like, they could have done nothing, you know? But they did, like, a theme thing, and I think that's kind of cute. Well, they did a thing, and then it, it was totally futile. Well, so are those games just bad or unsuccessful? No, all, all those games got good reviews. Okay. Um, but nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> just because it's end of the day. At the end of the day, Nintendo panicked and then put out a sweet Mario game, and it's like, oh, okay, well. Just forget all this Luigi nonsense. <laughs> In fact, they said they're going to continue the the year of Luigi into 2014. So it's not even a year. It's 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 bullshit. I'm I'm calling bullshit on year of Luigi. Wow, you're really worked up about this. This is the only thing on this list that that means nothing. What's <laughs> your bad? Bring everybody down. Fuck you, Luigi. Get in the game, man. Do something bold. Like, what if he came out as gay this year, finally? <laughs> Dance finally. We're all just waiting for it. We, you know? 
this was we made some serious progress in the gay rights movement, and, and, and I think it's time that some of the more obviously gay celebrities came out or fictional characters. I feel like Kirby's more likely to do that than Luigi. I feel like Kirby's what we call gender neutral. <laughs> yeah, are you saying Kirby's a man? Uh, his name's Kirby. I've never met a woman named Kirby, I'm just saying. I've only met one person named Kirby. He's the best man ever. Yeah, he is. I'm going to disagree with that. Uh, wow, Hayden. Eh, he's okay. Should we uh, make the list? Yeah. I'm making a list. That. He'll be like, who the hell is Colin Westbury? <laughs> he'll know. He will not know. Yeah, he will, because he's such a good guy. I don't think he's that good of a guy. Wow. I think he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I'm really disappointed in you, Colin. I just feel like when we played softball with him, he was not given a hundred percent. I feel like he was just kind of lollygagging down those base paths. Yeah, after he <laughs> hit grand slams. Yeah, it's all about the hustle, man. Got to be a ball player. Yeah, interesting like, direction now. Like Bill, Big Bill. Anyways, go on. <laughs> damn thing. We have to eliminate what. Three things. Three things. Uh, I don't think I don't think your Luigi's that bad, Sean. Yeah. But intellectually, it's kind of frustrating. Okay, intellectually, it's frustrating. <laughs> um, I don't think the Miley Cyrus thing really has much effect on us. We're so out of the loop on that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, stupid fox thing then. I guess or not, I don't know. It's pretty not that shitty, sad man. about happy endings anymore. I've kind of gotten over that one. The ones I've never, I've never even seen it. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, and then you can put, yeah. Fox, I guess, at number ten. I'm not that bummed about this. Yeah. That's right. Avoidable pop culture, unlike Imagine Dragons radioactive. It would be avoidable, except it's super I don't avoidable know if you just don't listen to the radio. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty avoidable. But the thing is, I'm not allowed. <laughs> it's not my car, and I get yelled at when I connect my phone on the Bluetooth. So I, <laughs> I mean, listen to songs on the radio, and I only know like two stations. It's your own damn fault. <laughs> I mean, Sean Sean will go in the car, and he wants to listen to music. It's not not playing what he wants them to play. Well, I listen to music in the car all the time. My own music. Yeah. Well, not everybody wants it. Sometimes it's fun to listen to the radio. That's how you find out about new Obviously, stuff. Obviously, it's not fun. It can be. It, but the <laughs> thing is, it, it, the thing is, it should be fun, and it can be fun. It's a corporate play. Yeah, it is corporate play. It is. That's the point. Uh... uh, uh Ben Affleck as Batman didn't. Uh, I mean, I personally didn't really care that much. Maybe it'll pan out to be the best move possible. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? That's optimistic of you. <laughs> I feel like Mariners have to be pretty low on the list because it wasn't shocking. We knew. I mean, we it's knew. terrible, but it, it's nothing. It's like. Yeah. It's to be expected, even though like I feel like this is the year that pushed me beyond. 
I don't know, beyond apathy, farther than I've been pushed in previous years. But uh, I don't know. I, I probably feel worse about the Mariners than I do about just Imagine Dragons existing. Fine. Imagine Dragons number eight. <laughs> then, uh, then Mariners number seven, I guess. Then Mariners number seven. Uh, yeah, I think next. We should put no. We we forgot. We should have put Family Guy lower. Yeah, that wasn't that big a deal. Okay, that, that looks like a looks like a number eight or to me or so eight or nine. Sorry to make okay. you. Do, 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 do. Let's go number eight. All right. Okay. Top five time. Yep. Probably probably Black Friday at five, right? Yeah, it's not, it's, well, it hasn't been that different from years past. It's yeah. just another year where things got slightly worse. Mm-hmm. Getting some serious shit here. I'd probably put healthcare.gov at four because at least they have it mostly fixed now and it's more just a, a troubling indicator about the government's relationship with technology going forward. Yeah, <laughs> you said this is our podcast. Um, and I said I mean, it wasn't a surprise. That was a pretty big deal. It was a huge deal. It wasn't as big a surprise as um, you know. I really believe, but at the end of twenty twelve, uh, especially after Sandy Hook, I thought for sure like there's finally going to be some. A, a real discussion about uh, gun laws in this country and a, and a real change. And instead, we had the Zimmerman trial do nothing and then nothing. Like, what does that and say about George, your country? So, yeah. Then George Zimmerman went to jail again for threatening his girlfriend with a gun. Now, how do we compare these two, like, national? things. I mean, I have celebrities national too, but I mean, like, those are very sad, the deaths, but they do happen, like, every year. Yeah. It's a pretty tragic year, though. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of young people died this year. I mean, do we do we only, we only talk about but, it? But not really any of the people who died. were particularly young, except for Paul Walker. Even he was 40. 40. Yeah, I just put celebrity deaths at three, I'd say. People die. It's just a fact of life. So then what's worse, George George Zimmerman, or, or the fact that the NSA is spying on us and that it could get worse? Then well, again, the Zimmerman thing could lead to worse things. What, what is the official name of this list, anyways? Is it still top reasons 2013 has been pretty fucking shitty? yeah. I feel like George Zimmerman thing falls pretty squarely into the pretty fucking shitty category. Yeah. Not enough logic for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. So please, 2013, end on a high note. Just a reminder, here are 10 things about you that sucked. Uh, number 10... Uh, this, this what does the fox say song and video and the weird 
cult of personality that apparently has erupted around it. Number nine, uh, Man of Steel was was disappointing, and then on top of that, you're making a sequel to it with Ben Affleck as Batman, and it's you announced that so early, you're giving your net way too much time to, you know, just rage masturbate about it. Uh, number eight, you, you, you killed off poor Brian the dog on Family Guy in a weird, non-funny way. Uh, and again, <laughs> you gave those jerks on the internet stuff to bitch about, which you should just, you should know better. It's 2013, 2013. You should be a little more tech-savvy than this. Uh, number seven, you, you get played the hell out of Radioactive by Imagine Dragons, and nobody wanted that. I don't think. Uh, number six, for the hometown audience, you, the, the, you, you let the Mariners just be terrible again. And it's your fault, time. Not 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 people. Uh, number five. You put Thanksgiving so late in the year that Black Fridays started creeping into it, and uh, we don't want that. Uh, number four. You launched healthcare.gov, but you you you, you shipped it broken. It was a stillbirth, and. Uh, you, you need to be better than that, uh, especially because there's going to just be more and more uh, technological stuff coming from the government in the future. Uh, number three, you kill off a bunch of our uh, beloved figures, uh, including actors like uh, James Gandolfini and Paul Walker, uh, musicians like Lou Reed and, and the uh, incomparable Nelson Mandela as well. Like, come on, quit being such a dick. Uh, number two, we finally found out about all the shit the NSA knows about everybody, and that's scary, and will have uh, ramifications for years and years going forward. And number one, not only did you not give us like any change or hope for change uh, in regards to gun violence in this country. Uh, you couldn't even put George Zimmerman in jail for a little bit. Which, come on. That guy's a jerk. So that's been a, a bleak-ass look back at the year. If it has been 2013. Um, you know, it's I, only up from here. All our other uh, it, yeah. 2013 retrospectives. Retrospectives. We'll be talking about the good stuff. Yeah, so I, uh, I'm happy to announce that going forward, uh, we've got uh, a few holiday-related shows we're going to do uh, to finish off this year. Uh, and then in January, you can look forward to the Mildly Pleased Awards and, um, and then our top ten uh, movies and, and albums and video games and all that stuff will be uh, you know, discussed on the podcast and also posted over on our website at uh, modelplease.com. If you listen to this show like all the way through and you're here, you're listening to this part now, uh, what's going on? Are you okay? Is, 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 were, you, were you out of touch with, with pop culture and you were like genuinely interested in hearing this? 
Uh, did you want to hear our take on these stories? Um, are you just in a dark mood and you needed something to, 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 to like align with your emotional state of mind? For two I, hours. For two hours? I'd really, I'd like to know. Um, so why don't you drop me a line um, either <laughs> online at our website or through our email address. That's t3 at mildlypleased.com. Uh, I'm 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 here to help if you if you need it. Uh, just let me know. Um, otherwise, you probably just skip this one and are waiting for more jokes. In which case, we'll have them coming as soon as next week. Uh, thanks, and I'll see you then.